Hey there, pod pals. Are you a print-on-demand creator looking to stay ahead of the curve? You want to know exactly when to launch your designs for every key season and event? How about a chuckle with an extra dad joke to brighten your day? If you said yes to any of these, then it's time to join the print-on-demand cast VIP list. As a VIP, you'll get our free annual design calendar, an amazing guide to help you time your creations perfectly throughout the year. And of course, we'll include a bonus dad joke each week as well. Signing up couldn't be easier. Just visit printondemandcast.com slash VIP and enter your email. Don't let another day of potential pass you by. Become a part of the VIP list, grab your annual design calendar, and let's dive into a year of inspired creating together. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to the Print on Demand cast. This week's episode, we're talking about the four personality types of POD entrepreneurs. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Print on Demand cast. So happy you're here for your POD cast news, entertainment, some dad jokes, and everything in between. Listen, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, do me a favor. Whatever you're listening to this on, whatever platform you're on, go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. Leave a review as well. It would be super, super beneficial. We'd very much appreciate it. Um, So take the time and do that right now. If you want, press pause, do that, come back, do it after. Just be sure to do that for us and again we'd be super appreciative joining me in this episode as with every episode since day one travis ross travis welcome uh, to the show welcome back to the show another week another episode how's things going for you man how has your week been so far pretty good i guess um i mean it's uh we're right in the thick of it so orders are coming in hot and heavy um yeah having a lot of communication with our vendor saying, Hey, what's, uh, what's going on with this order that is late, you know, or, um, Hey, why isn't this one in production yet? And talking to my VAs about, you know, if, if, it, if everything's not correct, when it tries to pass the information yeah. to Guten, um, yeah. it doesn't work. And so we just have to keep an eye on, you know, our order desk and just making sure that everything's going through and all that. I mean, it hasn't been, super difficult it's been pretty uh seamless for the most part aside from a few late orders that um one of the vendors in guten uh (laughs) had an issue with their mugs and i I don't know if uh your father-in-law jason was telling you about this because jason's actually using us uh he's using our integration with guten to get better pricing basically okay and uh, he was like, hey, uh, why are these taking forever? <laughs> I'm like, I know. Trust me. I have a lot of these, you know, I have a lot of these conversations with these guys. So it, right. it turned out that one of their vendors had like a, a software issue um, right before. Thank goodness it was before Black Friday. So um, they got it all ironed out. It's a lot more, um, it's a lot smoother now, but still, you know, uh, it's Q4 and you know, if, if it can break, it probably will. That's just the yeah, way it works. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, Hey, we're here again. Uh, you know, we, we have, um, the point of interest part of this show, this episode is not going to have a point of interest because there's so much to get to in the main event that we really want to make sure that we cover everything as, as in depth as possible. We will have a point of interest next week. And also at the end of the year, we're going to cover our Spotify wrapped. We did that last year, uh, this mm-hmm. year, uh, equally as crazy to see the the numbers and statistics that that came across from Spotify Wrapped in terms of you know top fans and where we're you know what countries we're listening to and how many minutes you know all that kind of stuff was super super um, awesome to see and it was you know it felt it felt nice I and mean, we talk about yeah. that sometimes where it's like hey it's it's nice it feels good to know uh, that we're loved <laughs> I suppose yeah. So, um, but yeah, super cool. So we'll get to that as well uh, next week. So right now though, uh, you know, at the, at the top of the show, what we will do um, is, you know, I mentioned if, if you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this, like, subscribe, leave a review. We have a review that we can actually, we're going to shout out right now. Um, just came across the wire on the 30th of November. So this is fresh. This is new and super exciting mm-hmm. to see. 
So I'm going to share this window here real quick. And we're going to read this review from JMS Robbins, which JMS is my initials. So shout out to you for that as well, uh, JMS Robbins, <laughs> for completely coincidental um, additional brownie points. <laughs> but it says five stars and two thumbs up. If you're serious about learning POD, then you'll want to follow the print on demand cast. These guys will not only keep a smile on your face with their antics, but you'll get taken to school with their hold nothing back discussions about all things print on demand up to and including sharing, sharing their own mistakes so that we don't make them too. stand up five star show. So man, that's mm. incredible. Thank you so much. JMS Robbins for those, for those kind words, shout out to your awesome. thoughts on, uh, on Exactly. It was awesome. Your thoughts <laughs> on uh, JMS Robbins review? No, it's really cool. I mean, that we try to, uh, you know, hold nothing back and tell you the real deal. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's easy to, to gloss over the, the, uh, pain points, um, yeah. because we don't want to talk about them really. We don't want to deal with them. Um, but they're not the real. You know, yeah. Dealing with the pain exactly. points. It's not, not going to see them as the keynote you know, address at some really fancy conference. It's, it's just not mm -hmm. what you're going to see, but, uh, we're transparent. Yeah. What are we going to do? It doesn't get as many, uh, you know, Google searches as, yeah, exactly. you know, like last week's title, you know, how to make more money <laughs> with your print on demand business. You know, it's like, yeah. yes, I want to listen to that one. Not, yeah. <laughs> not, I lost my production facility, you yeah. know, I lost the shirt off my back printing t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want to read not, not, those types of articles. Not um, as fun. But yeah, not as fun. But uh, when you're in that moment, when you need them, it's definitely comforting to know that everyone's been in one of those moments, you know, so there's definitely a rebound effect. There's definitely yeah. coming back and, uh, and, and reinventing yourself. So again, uh, JMS Robbins, thank you so much for those kind words if you guys have a review as well for those listening uh please post the uh the review we would love to shout it out love to hear your feedback really it's just good to hear your feedback travis and i don't often get to interact with many of the listeners whether it, unless it's like on facebook so any way we get to hear from you or interact with you it would be you know we love it it'd be great so Mm -hmm. Be sure to do that as well. So, yeah, let's get right into the main event this week, the four personality types of POD entrepreneurs. And before we do that, we are, of course, going to throw to an arbitrary bumper because it's the print on demand cast. So there we go. This week's main event. Ladies and gentlemen, the main event. So looking over the show notes, Travis, uh, you know, this afternoon, even before we we pressed record here, kind of it's kind of like we're like you know, one of those shows like FBI, FBI profilers. You know what I mean? Like just kind of like the personality <laughs> types. It's we've got four. and We're going to break down the symptoms, the key symptoms, the defining traits of, of each of these four personality types. And then we're going to get into next steps for each personality type. So right. starting off at the top of the list, Travis, we have the curious. So for those listening, define and give key symptoms to who the curious would be. Sure. Yeah. So to start off, um, the curious are kind of the, uh, you're just exploring, you know, you're just exploring print on demand. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that you heard about. You're you're intrigued by it. You're excited about it, but you're just, you're not quite, you're still on the fence a little bit. So the key system or symptoms, um, is that you're feeling the FOMO. You're, you're feeling that fear of missing out. Yeah. You hear other people, you know, doing all these sales, you're listening to the podcast and you're like, man, Travis has got all these listings and, oh man, if only I blah, 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 you're, you have a fear of missing out. And then the other thing that you probably can, um, identify with if you're if you're in this category is you you have some level of perfectionism in you mm -hmm. and it's really probably keeping you from actually starting and actually doing and actually pushing through that right. um because you just want to make sure that it's totally right before you do anything sure. uh, and then another symptom would be a um you've got all of these tools at your disposal or everybody's talking about, you know, well, it's E-Rank, well, it's uh, Everbee or it's 
sales samurai or whatever. And there's all these different tools and you feel like you have to know all of the ins and outs of them so you can make the best decision. And you're just frustrated with so much information coming at you that you can't disseminate to actually make a decision. So there's a (laughs) lot of, there's just a lot of frustration that's holding you back um, from actually moving forward in your print on demand business. Yeah. And then there's, there's some defining traits as well, right? Mm-hmm. One would be there's no live print on demand listings yet on, on any mm-hmm. platforms, which maybe goes to that level of perfectionism or that frustration of you just not actually getting, getting any forward momentum. Um, you know, we've called it, from time to time analysis paralysis um which is then another defining trait of spending time researching the business models the tools the requirement like all of that stuff i mean if you listen to the pod cast watch a ton of youtube videos and you read about different research tools like you're just ingesting everything you're just like going to every possible pod information buffet that's out there on the internet and just going for seconds and thirds um, but there, there's no like forward momentum quite yet. So you, you may have created trial accounts um, like Etsy, Redbubble, Cafe Press, kind of getting your feet wet, maybe trying to figure some things out, what you like, what you don't like, mm-hmm. but there's no revenue yet, but you're intrigued at the idea of passive income that print on demand can provide you. Yeah. So if that's you, you know, don't, don't give up all hope. Um, you know, later in the show, we are going to talk about how to move from one personality type to another personality type. And, yeah. and the reason we're trying to define these is because we really, uh, I've just really been challenged to think through like, who are the people that are listening to this and how can we help those specific people? And, and, um, what I've realized is that we have all kinds of different people listening. There's, there are people that have not started. There are people that are doing really well. There are people that do their own production. There are people that don't want to touch production with a 10 foot pole. And so trying to identify these different, you know, people, these different personality types, I guess, I really think will help us help you move through kind of these stages of a business and hopefully get to kind of that, uh, blue ocean, you know, experience of, of just an amazing, um, an amazing organized structured, uh, business that you can kind of run on, uh, you, you know, you can, it can maybe even replace your income. You don't have to maybe even spend all the time in the world on it because you've got help with that, those things. And you figured those things out. How do you get from on the fence can't even make a decision about which Etsy research tool to get <laughs> to you know, having replaced your income. How do you get from there? Well, there are, it's not an overnight thing at all. You know, I've been in this business. We've both been in this business since, you know, 2014, 2015, been printing for, you know, years now. And um, it is not an overnight thing. We've learned a lot of, had a lot of pain points. So I guess I'm seeing all of this specifically to you, the curious. Um, (laughs) You're not, you're not discouraged and you don't, turning the podcast off. That's probably why, but yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about that towards, uh, in the second half of the, uh, the main event. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number two, uh, would be the rookies. Um, these are our new print on demand sellers that just started their journey, right? So some key symptoms before I throw to Travis for the defining traits. So key symptoms would be, you've got between maybe 10 to hundred live print on demand listings or products. Maybe it's like tier one on merch on demand is kind of where you're sitting, or maybe you're on other platforms and you have a number somewhere in that range of some of products that you're offering. Um, you are frustrated at the slow growth. Um, you're wanting mm. maybe to see um, more results than what, than what you're currently seeing right now. Um, <clears throat> just because maybe you are finally the person that moved from the curious to the rookie, which, uh, you know, obviously this is, the common progression that someone who's getting into the business will, will find. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe, maybe you're frustrated because it's not, it's not growing at the speed at which you had hoped it would when you actually started putting all this knowledge to use and, and taking steps, you're feeling the pressure of creating more listings. Uh, you feel like you need to have more stuff, diversify, maximize your assets. You know, some of the, some of the advice you hear even on this show about, kind of, you know, maximizing the assets that you have. Maybe you're feeling some of that frustration. And maybe maybe you constantly feel like you need to change things. Maybe that's kind of stemming from 
um, not really trusting the process, maybe being in more of an, uh, a phase of, of being impatient with the process. So because it's not mm-hmm. yielding the results that you think it should immediately, you're just going to change everything thinking that that will be the solution uh, is just changing your system as opposed to just writing it out and seeing and giving it some time to grow. Um, but those might be some of the the key symptoms that if you were to self-diagnose as I'm talking and you're like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Mm. Then, then you would be uh, considered in, in the rookies. And so Travis, talk to us about some of the defining traits of, of the rookies and, and what that looks like. Sure. So um, first of all, I just want to go back to the, the list. The number of listings really you might be in that 10 to 100. Yeah. You could have 500 listings and still be a rookie. Right. You know, I mean, it just, it, those are just kind of ideas. Um, so just wanted to throw that out there, but yeah, defining traits, you're probably, uh, if you're in this kind of personality type, um, or in this category, you're likely only selling on one channel. Typically it's either merch by Amazon or, or Amazon merch on demand, as they now call it, yeah. uh, or Etsy. Um, you might've started on Redbubble. Maybe as you were waiting for your Amazon mm-hmm. uh, merch on demand account to get approved. Yeah. So, but you're typically, you typically this person is only selling on one channel. Um, unless, like I say, you're, they're trying to, they're waiting till they get approved and they jump on another one and then they get approved on another one. Um, you, you may or may not have generated your first few sales, but you're barely breaking even, um, because you've, you've purchased a few tools and, you know, I mean, that's probably smart. You know, I mean, everyone says, oh, it's the easiest business because the product doesn't exist until it sells. So you don't have to have inventory. You don't have to invest money in inventory. You're right. You don't have to invest money in inventory, right. but it's probably smart to invest some money in some <laughs> other things like tools. So you have yeah. better a better chance of knowing uh, what to actually sell and maybe how to keyword it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you probably at this point... Um, you have little organization. You don't really have much of a strategy for uh, how your designs are named or how you're yeah. storing them or how you're you know, using that information in your SKUs, how you're creating SKUs, how you're keeping track of everything. There's little organization. Um, you're still refining your process of how to research, design, how to upload, how to market, how to do all of those things. You, you haven't really landed. Um, you have a basic idea of it, but uh, you're still refining that process. And then, you know, maybe at this point, um, you're probably still working on this infrequently, like, like a side hobby. You don't have dedicated hours. You know, yeah. it's not your full-time thing. So you're having to kind of get to it when you can. And, um, my guess is that you're frustrated with that. You'd like to be able to dedicate more time or, um, you feel guilty about <laughs> knowing that you should be putting more money or more time into it. And you just don't want to, because yeah. you are frustrated with all the things that Josiah was saying. Um, you're frustrated. You're not as patient. You're frustrated with the slow growth and you just can't figure out why it's not working. Um, and then, of course, since this is kind of a side hobby, you're likely doing all the work yourself. You yeah. you don't have anybody helping you do the designs or the uploading or the customer service or any of that stuff. So, and every time you sit down at the computer, all of those things kind of hit you like a ton of bricks because you're like, oh, I gotta go through all this stuff. <laughs> you know, you you know you know the feeling, right? I mean, that's oh it's yeah, kind of like you just started a business or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? Like it, it is, it, it's a it's a common thing. And um, yeah. you know, <clears throat> number three on on the list would be the seasoned. So uh, it would be you know established sellers that are that are finding some some consistency, right? Um, so you look at some some key symptoms um, of the seasoned would be you maybe you have between 250 to 1,000 active print-on-demand listings. Again, like Travis said, these are just some ranges. You could have 2,000. You could have really the number of listings, I guess, wouldn't necessarily be as indicative as the other symptoms are. <laughs> these are just general, um, you know, some 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 guesses as to the number that you might have. Um, but you, you find yourself, you're making money and, and you're wanting to make more of it. Um, which is why you listened to last week's episode, which is why you're here because you got hooked. Um, no, but you're wanting to make more money. Um, and maybe you've created some SOPs, but you see, you see some opportunities for 
for our improvement, you know, SOP for those that are listening that might not know, you know, standard operating procedure where you kind of detail and outline the 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 things that you do on a day-to-day basis that you would want someone to be able then to come in and maybe take over that job or just having it documented the processes that you're into whether that's a production process whether that's an order fulfillment process whatever that is having that documented so you have some of those but you realize yeah there might be some room for improvement on these or maybe need to refine them um Mm -hmm. but maybe you're in a space where because you have that consistency and you're you're having some success maybe you're not Maybe you're not committing to refining them because refining them is a long, can be an arduous process to kind mm-hmm. of pick apart some things that seem to be just doing just okay at the moment. But um, so, Travis, talk to us about some defining traits of uh, of the seasoned. Sure. So um, you're seeing regular monthly sales, uh, which is awesome. And I mean, you can kind of count on having sales every month of anywhere between you know, it's a wide range, but like maybe $250 worth of sales all the way up to 2,500 worth of sales, you know, but you, you kind of know where or that you're going to see sales, um, because you have, uh, enough listings and they're quality enough that, uh, they've gained some traction and, um, you, you were patient enough to wait for that. And so now you're seeing some of the fruits of your labor coming through. Um, you've, you've probably got your production process mastered. Um, and that that could be if you're doing your products in-house, you've you've figured out where you're housing those uh, print files and how right. you know how it gets to the the printer and then how it uh, how you manufacture it and then how you actually ship it and all of those things. Or if you're outsourcing it, you know exactly where that process you know you've you've refined that process enough for you to. Um, to know how it's getting from point A to point B and finally into the customer's hands. You've established your SKU structure. You know, um, when I do a t-shirt, this is what the SKU is going to basically be and, and contain. I'm going to be able to look at a SKU and I'm going to be able to know what's, what that thing is. Yeah. I might not know exactly what design it is just by looking at the SKU, but I know what color it is, what size it is, what it is. Um, you know, maybe even I enter in when I listed that for the first time. So I have a yeah. date, you know, I mean, there's, there's some things that you've established in there. Um, and then you've established a, a really good file storage system. So all of the design assets for a per- particular product are in the same place um, or all of the, yeah. Uh, and, and it's in the same place for all of the products that you have that design on. Um, and so you can utilize those uh, those that storage system to be able to create, um, you know, flat files and and you know and uh, don't want to get into all the the craziness of of spreadsheets in this podcast, but yeah. y- you've established the system so you can uh, scale with spreadsheets as you continue to grow with your designs and your products. Um, you are currently probably if you're in this if you're in this personality type or in this you know category of the seasoned, you're probably looking at expanding to other sales channels. If yeah. you haven't already, um, you've, you've realized that, okay, if I can do it on Etsy, I can do it on Amazon or I can do it on Walmart or I can do it on eBay or I can do it on Shopify. You know, right. um, you're, you're probably spending at least 10 hours a week or more growing the business. And you figured out how to fit that into what other, whatever else you have going on in your life. And so it's, kind of set settled you've settled on an amount of work per week on this and it has fit into your life one way or the other um and then you may have hired your first virtual assistant um already or you're thinking about it you're you're right in that area and and that that virtual assistant could be doing uh, you know ton of different things but the fact is that you identified a pain point for you you only had 10 hours a week and so this person can help you uh kind of fill in the fill in the gaps in your business so does that sound like you are you the seasoned well um let's move on to number four what do you say is is you are you or someone you know identifying with the things that have been said in this podcast (laughs) number four the thriving uh succeeding sellers seeing substantial success so the key symptoms it's uh, it's where everyone wants to be is the the thriving (laughs) so 
Um, some key symptoms for um, those that would be identified in the thriving. Over a thousand live listings, um, selling on several channels. So, you know, Amazon, mm-hmm. Etsy, Walmart, Redbubble, you know, whatever that looks like, maybe even merch on demand still as well. And you've surpassed $2,500 in monthly revenue that you know, like Travis said, in the last kind of personality, you know, you hit, it's guaranteed, you can count on the income and it's typically above that $2,500 uh, mark. So that is, you know, three of the key symptoms. Everything just seems to be firing on all cylinders. So Travis, defining, defining traits of someone that is thriving, what does that look like? Like what, for those listening that are like, am I thriving? I feel like they, they would know, but <laughs> what are some defining traits of, of those sure. in that group of people? You've got a well-oiled business process. So it um, it works. You know, you, you have all those SOPs. You've got all that stuff. Um, you know, it's all documented. You know, if someone, um, you know, you have at least one employee or, or contractor or virtual assistant, uh, you probably have more than that um, or potentially have more than that. I mean, you don't have to, but... Um, you've, like I say, you've documented those SOPs. So if, if yeah. one of your VAs quits, you can fit someone in and have some minimal training because they can figure out the process based on these documented SOPs. Um, and, and of course you have a plan to strategically add new products every single week and you have been doing that and you continue to do that. And that's yeah. just part of your, um, you know, the culture of your, your business is that everyone knows, okay, th- this is really important for our business to continue to move forward. We have to m- list new products and here's how we do it. And you have yeah. a well-oiled process for doing that. Um, and at this point, you're probably focusing on this business um, full-time or at least close to full-time, you know, right. um, because you have that monthly revenue that allows you to, uh, that, can replace some, if not all of your income, depending on where you're at, how much thriving you're doing. Um, but you're probably at least spending 30 hours a week, 25, 30 hours a week, if not more. Um, and you're working in your business and not necessarily, I'm sorry, you're working on your business, not necessarily in your business. That's why you right. have the contractors and the virtual assistants to do the things. So you can be thinking higher, uh, you know, higher level tasks, perhaps maybe new things that you want to continue to do. And we'll talk uh, again um, now that we've we've gone through the four personality types of the four yeah. categories of sellers. Um, we're going to talk about how each of these types can begin to move forward to the next category, if that makes sense. So if you are the curious, well, what do you need to do in order to move to, you know, the rookies? So let's, right. let's jump in there and let's, uh, Let's yeah, let's, some, let's, let's some do hope. some some next steps. All right, for the group number one, the curious. Here's the first next step, and I need you to listen. And if you're watching on video, look at me. Okay, stop learning, start doing. A little harsh, but it needs to. You need to know that. You need to mm-hmm. understand. Right? Um, it's like it's like you are your POD information obese. You just you you've just amassed all of this information. <laughs> And, and you're not doing anything of it. You're just gaining the weight and knowledge and it's all head knowledge and there's no actual outworking or, or, or practical um, steps being taken. And mm. just you have to get that exercise in. You have to start yeah. doing something. Um, we've said in a dozen episodes, you know, the worst action is inaction. And that is mm-hmm. the same key now. So the first step for you, those that are the curious, uh, stop learning and start doing. Second step is, mm. Get your house in order, right? Uh, you know, print on demand 101. We did some episodes. Uh, we'll try and look up what numbers there are. They are so we can maybe link it in the description. But you know, in that first episode of that series, we talked about what you need to do. Uh, you know, business checking account. You know, registering with the state, registering for a sales tax license. So you don't have to pay tax since you're a reseller. Getting all of that stuff in order is going to is going to help you <coughs> excuse me immensely in in what is coming next for um, your business and that episode by the way if you're listening and you want to go check out that episode it's episode 92 um, is the one that we that we hit in the mm-hmm. beginning of that series so um, Travis what else you know in terms of next steps what would be next for them yeah um, 
just a little bit more on that episode, uh, the 101 series, it starts at 92 and then it, it goes 93 and then it kind of jumps, I think. But if you are interested in all five of those episodes, they're right there on the front page uh, of our website and printonamancast.com. You can go there and you can kind of see those. It's it's a five episode arc that really helps um, kind of break down what are the steps to start a business. So I think for the curious, that is an excellent next step. Um, but the next one that we have written down here <laughs> um, is to, you know, get serious and create a strategy for your first month of business. And, and by that strategy, um, it's not, uh, it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be a little messy, but you know, the thing that you need to remember that you have to have with print on demand is listings. <laughs> Otherwise, no one can find your products and no one can buy anything from you. So how many listings do you want to wa- launch with at the end by the first month? So, right. uh, so you're going to work on this thing for a month and then you're going to launch with how many listings? So it's recommended that you launch with as many as possible, but that has to be your decision. So what do you want to start with? Because we can, we're going to work, 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 and then we're going to go, you know, um, you can. You, you need to be browsing marketplaces for uh, niche trends and ideas right. for those listings. And then you need to design all the mock-ups for the listings, have it all ready, have all the descriptions written. And you can do this with templatizing it. You know, it can basically be most of the same things, except maybe you change a few things for SEO. And obviously the title is going to be different. The mock-ups are going to be, everything is ready. And then you have, you upload all your listings in a marathon session because uh, particularly on Etsy, you do get a new seller bump or a new listing bump. And so that's how I would do it. I would not just do, oh, I'm going to put put up a listing and then, you know, I'm going to put up another list, a couple listings tomorrow and then three or four days go by and you don't put any up and then you go, oh crap, I got to do five now. And, the, you know, and by the end of two weeks, you have 10 listings, but right. they were put up you know, in four different days across 14 days, you know, let's, let's put, you know, 50 up on the same day and go. And then tomorrow, you know, you're going to, you're going to start working on some more and you want to continue that process of batch creating and launching these listings. So that's what I would do because that basically gets you you know, online actually selling things. Um, and there's a strategy behind it. You can get all of the the details and all of the extra stuff after you actually launch. Yeah. Let's get you launched. Let's get you moving. Let's get you f- moving forward. And then you, by definition, <laughs> become a rookie. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So for the rookie, here's some next steps for you. Uh, establish a solid strategy for social media. Which channels are you going to go all in on? Um, a lot of that has to do with, I think, you know, who you think your demographic is, what your niche is. You might have more success in one niche on a, on TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> TikTok <laughs> rather than Facebook. So what are you going to go all in on? I, I can tell you, you know, when I, when I did What for Apparel, I did some TikToks just for showing production, you know, promoting merch, promoting the ability to do merch and got a lot of interest on that platform because of influencers who wanted to work with us. So, or who are intrigued by the idea. So decide what you're going to go all in on uh, and then use a posting calendar. So you know exactly what you're going to post on those channels, when you're going to post it. Um, Is it going to be, you know, you always say, don't want to be salesy all of the time. Um, You want some, Mm -hmm. you know, different stuff in there. Um, But you can use platforms like later buffer you know meta business suite depending on <coughs> excuse me i'm getting over a cold so i'm just intermittently coughing uncontrollably so um been there done can, that yeah exactly so <laughs> you can use those um platforms like later buffer meta business suite to schedule out you can actually have a calendar that you can just start in batch and masses making content and scheduling it out. So you have all those things that, you know, are going to drop mm-hmm. kind of a set it and forget it scenario. It takes a little bit of work up front, obviously, but it's well, well worth it. Um, mm-hmm. Expanding from your original niche into related design spaces, um, listing products that can be personalized. We talked about that last week, personalization, mm-hmm. 
is huge. Um, so explore that, what you can do to, to make that a, a possibility with the products you are offering. Mm -hmm. So um, to Travis's point, new you're always going to want new listings. Like establish a yeah. quota for what that is. Is it 10 to 25 a week? How many are personalized? How many are static? But you're going to want to plan that out. And so you have a plan of attack knowing going into, <coughs> into every month <coughs> what you're going to need. Um, you poor so, guy. I know. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna hand it over to Travis for a week so I can cough my brains out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, when you're trying to figure out how many listings you want to do to uh, per week, um, use our design calendar, our free design yeah. calendar. You can get um, just uh, you can go give us your email um, on our website at printondemandcast.com, and you'll get access to the annual design calendar, which will help you yeah. kind of know when you should be researching, when you should be actually listing that thing ver uh, and then when the actual date of the holiday or the season or whatever it's talking about is there and so you can just um uh, kind of have a strategy for getting out in front of these designs so um the next thing that you can do to continue to move towards the next category um is to begin uploading listings to a second marketplace at this point. Um, if you're doing really well on Etsy, uh, maybe it's time to look at Amazon or uh, maybe it's time to go through the, the pain of listing on um, Walmart, you know, or, uh, you know, creating, maybe thinking about a Shopify. I mean, that's probably, that's still, I, I would put that in the next category, but you know, something you're going to want to take these assets and put them on other places. It makes sense. Um, and then you're just learning about how to improve your listing presentation. You are, um, see, see the cool thing about actually being in the game is that all of the things you hear, you can actually test it on something when you're right. just, when you're not, when you haven't started yet, when you're still kind of on the fence about starting, you have you have all this information and you have nowhere, you know, to your point, you just, you're blown up, you know, yeah. you're just, you have so much in you that you have nowhere to go to put it. But when you have, um, an actual listing or, you know, or, or a catalog of listings, those things that you hear about new tools or new strategies to do better mock-ups or to, to improve your SEO and your titles yeah. and your description, you can actually go implement those things now. So it's, so the learning is actually helping you as opposed to constipating you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and yeah, so you're, the whole process here um, is to really begin learning SEO, trying things out, seeing what's working. Right trying different keywords, trying to optimize things, um, you know, better systems, better processes, all of those things can happen because you're actually in the game. Um, but just don't always work on something uh, that will move your business forward versus right. something that is fun or it, right. do you know what I mean? Like make yeah. sure you get 10 to 25 listings per week. That's, that's what you need to get that. Then right. use your other time to kind of do some of these other things that we've been talking about. Yeah. So the next uh, group was the seasoned. So here's some next steps for those of you that are well-seasoned, like a nice steak. Uh, set a goal for 50 to 100 additional listings per week. Uh, if you've At this point, you've probably got a system in place where you've been able to add those uh, listings, you know, and so let's let's up that number. Let's go from 10 to 25 to 50 to 100, but let's, you know, get more content out there. Um, dial mm -hmm. in your customer journey. Email marketing strategies are huge. Figuring out how to reach out to the customer, have them leave you reviews or, you know, leave um, testimonials about your product, whatever that looks like. Um, figure that out. What What's that journey look like when you're first capturing your customer to the go to your store? Do they purchase it till after they purchase it? Then you follow up with them that entire journey. Uh, what does that look like for your customer? Double down on social media. Social media content is huge. You can never post too much. Quite honestly, when you're when you're beginning, you want to <laughs> defeat the algorithm or kind of get on top of it. <clears throat> you just need posts going out, whether it's a mixture of videos, static images, mm -hmm. um, clips, production, whatever that is. Another thing you can do is have people share a review on social media. Get on their Instagram story, tag your shop, tag your business, talk about what how good that quality is. Mm in their hands. So it's not, and that's not just a commercial where you're pitching your stuff. 
it's a testimonial where someone who purchased something is having mm. a real life um, experience with the end product that you produced, which is huge. Um, you don't want to be a commercial. There's, there's not, it's not a lot of fun to go to a feed that's literally just someone trying to sell you uh, a product. It's very MLM. <laughs> it's very, um, mm. you know, Amway or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, I get it. You make shirts. That's fantastic. You're, I'm turned off by post two because that's all you're talking about. Um, mm -hmm. So you want it to be a good mix, some BTS content, you know, behind the scenes, um, tips and tricks, design trick, design tricks. I know RJ does a great job with that too. He's his channel mm -hmm. isn't a, a commercial. His channel is a very informational. But then you also mm -hmm. have some stuff where he's showing some shirts that he's selling and so on and so forth that you're going to want to down double down on whatever that social media strategy is. Um, right. <clears throat> you can automate or hire for the manual tasks for the stuff you find yourself doing rep repetitively that maybe you can offload at this point. Um, freelance graphic designers to increase design output. I know Travis and I, we've talked about uh, using VAs as graphic designers and just having, mm -hmm. sending batches to them and having them produce and, and get, just get the content going. Um, customer service templates. Travis talked about that as well. When you have a response and actually, you know what, there's something if you're using Gmail and it's just, came to my mind. It's called Briskine, B-R-I-S-K-I-N-E. Okay. So what I use it for my day job and it integrates with Gmail and I can create templates with whatever it is that I'm doing. Cause I send a lot of repetitive stuff, whether it's welcome to the team or let's schedule your interview or you didn't show up for training, whatever that looks like. So I can make all these templates, have a keyword in there. And then when I'm in Gmail, I just type the keyword, hit the tab key and it autofills everything for me. And then I can go in mm -hmm. and fill in the blanks if I need to. And you can set who, you know, who is, who, who's going to CC? Is it going to blind carbon copy? So check out that Chrome plugin. It's a cheap plug that I literally just um, thought of because I use it all the time when it comes to template mm -hmm. emails. And maybe I'll do like a, a video just kind of walking you through how it works and, and throw it up on, on a YouTube story or something, but, or short. But customer templates are, are huge for customer service. Saves you a lot of time. Mm -hmm instead of manually tapping out those repetitive things. Um, VAs to create print files for personalized orders, and then VAs to create new listings as well is another mm -hmm. way that you can take those manual tasks off, off of your plate, and then it, they're happening even while you're sleeping, right? Because of time difference. Mm -hmm. You're literally doing things to advance the business, but you're not having to do it. You're being able to work on other components of the business. So, yeah, <laughs> Travis... What other you got a, next steps? You got to cough again? <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I, I think, you know, as you can, when, once you're here, um, your goal is to obviously increase to adding additional listings. And so you're going to need help. You know, you're going to need v, virtual assistants and, and other people to help you um, create these new listings, create these print files when personalized orders come in, all of those things. So you don't have to work in your business. You can work on your business. So you can right. start looking to expand to even more sales channels. Now would be the time when I would seriously look at, you know, a Shopify store. If you're not on Walmart, eBay, or Amazon, um, or Etsy yet, get on those platforms, you know, and, and, um, spend some time learning about those platforms and what you need to do to be able to train someone to create listings on those platforms. So you don't have to, and you can create, continue to, uh, work on your business. Um, another thing that we didn't actually write down here that, um, I would definitely recommend for this particular, uh, category of seller would be to begin um, looking for new products to put your existing designs on. There right. are uh, different companies. You know, you don't just have to go through Printify or Printful. You know, there are a lot of companies um, out there that have some really unique products. It may be a different process than what you're used to with your current, um, you know, dropshipper or whoever's yeah. doing your, your fulfillment for you. But that's why you outsource these other things that are happening every single day the same way all the time. You know, yeah. make the design, put it on the thing, make the mock-up, list it. 
make the design, put it on the thing, make the mock-up, list it. You know, I mean, those that can become really repetitive. So those yeah. are the things that you want to get into someone else's hands. You want to be focusing on these these bigger picture items at this point in your in your business. Right. Um, and then strategically reinvest those those revenues that are coming in <coughs> into paid ads. So you're probably you're on Etsy, you're probably already doing some Etsy ads, but you can start looking at how does how does it make sense to tweak those? If you're on Amazon, right. you can use Amazon sponsored products. Walmart has an I mean everybody's got ads. If you're doing Shopify, you're you're def, this is the time when you're go, going to want to begin learning Facebook yep. ads. And uh Facebook ads maybe aren't as great as they used to be, um but they still can work. And yeah. if you have unique products, you can target, you know, in a unique enough way to really get find who your customer is. Um, you can not only market to them and and sell them things, but you can also, you know, build that email list, which you can remarket to them for free. You don't have to use ads to email somebody. So there's a lot of benefits to um, reinvesting into paid ads to even just build your email list to where you don't have to spend as much later marketing to them. So there's a lot of things that you could be doing right now, but I think the key thing is to put those SOPs into action through other people, begin using other people's time so that you can continue to scale and build on your business. And then the last group, the thriving, which of course, sorry, I didn't know my coughing was contagious virtually. It is. It is. Here we are. <laughs> uh, next steps for the thriving, automate and outsource as much as possible. Research some <laughs> automation tools to accelerate growth. We talked about like bulk mock-up generator. We've, we've talked about that quite a few times. Um, hire specialty VAs, advertising, bookkeepers, marketing, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, you can hire those VAs and they are out there and they are incredible at what they do. Mm-hmm. And so it's just another thing where you're just getting it off of your plate so you can actually start working on other components of the business that will help continue to grow. Um, you can launch, launch, my gosh, what is with me today? I don't even know where I am. Um, you can launch or continue building a Shopify store. Um, you can form strategic partnerships with brands and influencers, offer to produce mm-hmm. merch or contract with them to make your merch. So there's lots of, of things that this is what you're Market working it. on now. Yeah. yeah, this is what you are. Now you're expend, you're working to expand the business in, in different ways while other people are kind of taking over the roles that you've established or the, or the things that you've established. And because you have those SOPs, people are able to step in easily and kind of with, without noticing a hiccup or a hitch, it's a smooth transition while you're doing other things. Travis, expanding to EU, UK, Australian marketplaces – I know you've tried, done, have, you've been there, you've done that. All you got was a t-shirt. I don't know if you got more than that, but yeah, talk a little bit about expanding to other markets like that. Yeah. So, um, back when I was just, um, at one point I was selling in the EU and, um, you know, there's VAT, which is like an enigma wrapped inside a riddle to me. I I don't understand it. Um, but, and it was like VAT to the end customer, but then also I had to pay it for certain, you know, products when the, it went from this country to this country, it, it was very confusing. And I so, sure what um, my hand. exactly. I was kind of lost a little bit, but I, I did really well when I was able to, uh, to sell in those locations. It was just a matter of, um, I didn't feel like the revenue was quite as good because I yeah. didn't understand what I needed to do to avoid having to pay some of those taxes and some of those things that I don't know. So uh, now obviously they've, you know, they've opened up Australia, Amazon, and I think there's Japan, Amazon, there's like Amazon (laughs) all over the place. Yeah. And um, a lot of these companies that we're using to do print on demand have like um, have places overseas where they actually produce those things. Um, right. and so, you know, they're not necessarily just shipping from the U S all the time. So you, you know, um, I remember there was a, uh, one company I was using that <coughs> at, at the time they were using U S um, they were shipping from the U S and it took forever to get to them the shipping was surprisingly not super, not a lot more expensive than it was here, but um, 
it just took so long. A lot of customers sure. would just get tired of waiting and then they'd, you know, ask Amazon to refund it. And of course, Amazon's going to say yes. And I'm out that product. And then they'd get it like five days later or something, you know, because it finally arrived. Right. Um, but if you could find some drop shippers that are actually have, have locations in those countries and they're making it much easier to find them, they're, they're, they're announcing this, they're like advertising this because they know people yeah. are wanting to go worldwide. <clears throat> this is an excellent time for you to take that next step. While other people are working in your business, you get to work on it and you can expand yep. to these other marketplaces. Um, another thing that you'll want to do is set your listings per week goal to max out per channel. So um, what I mean by that, like Etsy, you have to pay for each of your listings, uh, yeah. 20 cents and then, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, on Amazon, you you pay your $40 a month, but, and that's it. And you can list as many products as you want. However, they've recently um, kind of clamped down on the, what's called an ASIN creation limit. And an ASIN is mm. basically a, um, a variation of a product on Amazon. So it could be like a, the black medium is an ASIN and the black yeah. large is an ASIN. So if you just have right. a tote bag, that's one ASIN. Right. But um, the ASIN creation limit now, uh, it seems like they're rolling that back to about 2000 per week. But your goal should be to max that out every single week if you're selling on Amazon. Um, currently, I'm not aware of, an ASIN, of, of a listing creation limit or a product creation limit on Walmart. Um, they don't call them ASINs, of course. That's an Amazon mm -hmm. thing. Um, right. But so that one, you know, heck, just learn how to list there and get your lag time, get your, uh, you know, exemption, get your GTIN exemption, and then just go to town and put as many things up as you can. But um, you should be trying to max out those channels with your listings. And then um, this is not the time, I say avoid shiny object syndrome, but at the same time, um, if it's a good idea, like expanding to another marketplace, that's not sure. a shiny object. Sure. That's actually benefiting your business Sh you shiny know, objects are like things that make you fundamentally almost reconsider your business model or like adding a whole nother work <laughs> different kind of stream or a completely different you know operation to your right. business and and th those are the things like well this is really cool i would have to fundamentally shift everything mm. but it could work so yeah yeah, be, be sure you have devil's advocates in your life uh, to bounce these ideas off of. Don't just mm -hmm. go with your heart and what you think is or is not a shiny object. <laughs> you need people. <laughs> you need people to push back <laughs> right. on, on, on those types of things for sure. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, I think lastly, you know, focus on work-life balance, which hmm. uh, is huge. In, in, and yeah. really, work-life balance is important for every personality type in this conversation you certainly you know it might look a little different in each stage of the game but there needs to be room for work-life balance right. regardless of which personality type you're in but yeah it's it's huge to make sure that you have that balance yeah so i think um i mean i think that's that's really it i just wanted to kind of go over those four um, we call them personality types they are really kind of categories, yeah. you know, yeah. so you've got, and, and, and you're probably in one, you've probably heard us talk and you're probably like, yep, that's me. I know. Um, I know that's me. And so hopefully these, some of these next steps can help you kind of move, move towards that next, uh, category. And, yeah. um, if you want help, you know, moving to that next category, I'd love for you guys to shoot us an email at info at print on demand cast.com. Um, that's kind of where we're moving towards and uh, yeah. helping helping people get from one um, personality type to another personality type or, right. you know, category, whatever you want to call it. But uh, so you might be the curious right now. You're still on the fence. You haven't launched anything. You're kind of overwhelmed. Right. You know, you're you're kind of in that place where you're uh, you're feeling the FOMO, but you're kind of a perfectionist and. Um, you're, you're a little frustrated with how much there is to this. You didn't think it was going to be that much, but if that's you, you know, um, hopefully some of the things that we encourage you with will help and, uh, feel free to email us. Maybe you're a rookie, you know, um, you've, you're, you're still 
got that slow growth. You're kind of frustrated. You've at least you started though, you know, but you are feeling that pressure, man, I got to get more listings if I want to see this thing, um, really boom. And, um, you still haven't really decided on how you're going to do the thing. You've got an idea, you've got some ideas, but you constantly feel like you're trying to change or you want to change things because you're not sure if you're doing it right. Again, just, you know, shoot us an email, um, the seasoned, you know, Hey, good job. You're getting consistent (laughs) income. But you still, you see, there's still more opportunities for you. And you know that um, there are things in your business that need to change. There's, <coughs> you're wanting more money, <laughs> which I don't blame you. Yeah. You, you can't quite uh, maybe um, go part-time at your job or, you know, you can't yeah. quite do this all full-time. And you know that it's possible because you've seen the fruit, but you're not quite there yet. Um, and then if you're thriving, you know, and you're over that, you know, you're, you're actually able to get some sustainable income, but you feel like there are some things in your business that could improve, could like new areas, kind of new frontiers. And, um, you think there might be a few things that you could learn Um, again, just shoot us, shoot us an email, tell us where you're at and uh, we'll see if, you know, there's something that we can do to, to help you move the needle and, uh, continue to continue to thrive. Absolutely. Again, like Travis said, if you guys are interested in moving from one step to the next or having a conversation to maybe pinpoint which of these you are, mm-hmm. maybe you're maybe you're in in limbo. I could be this, maybe I'm that. I mean, you could be a little about I don't know. But if you want someone to kind of talk to you uh, and kind of and help you kind of identify the stage that you're in and help you get to the stage that's next, again, info at printonmancast.com is where you can reach out to Travis and I and initiate that conversation. And of course, we'd be happy to chat with you because we want to see you succeed. That's why we started this show 172 episodes ago, was to give people the tools uh, to succeed in their business in whatever facet and stage that you're in. So um, that is, of course, our end goal. So with that being said, we're going to wrap up this episode of the Print On Demand cast. It's been a lot of fun kind of going through these personality types. It's almost like a disc assessment. You know, am I a DI? Am I SD? Am I? What am I? Um, So we can just do TC, TR, TS, and TT. Which are you? What quadrant do you fall in? I've always wanted to make one of those for ourselves, and now we've done it. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions, the best place to reach out to us is printonamancast.com slash Facebook. Join the group. Join the conversation, the community, answer the questions. You can be let in. Uh, People are getting better at that. I have noticed that as I've been uh, Mm -hmm. letting people in the last week or so. Um, But be sure to do that because it's comprised of a lot of different people with a lot of different experience and opinions and insights that maybe Travis and I don't have. Um, and mm-hmm. so you can get some, some good advice that maybe you, you won't, you won't find here on the show necessarily, but people helping other people. And that's kind of the goal of that Facebook group as well. <clears throat> slash Instagram is where you can go to find us on that particular social media platform as well. There are plans in the works um, in the next year or so as 2024 approaches into uh, definitely utilizing Instagram more, doing lives, doing a lot more content on Instagram and on YouTube for that matter. Um, lots of possibilities, lots of things that we're kind of scratching the surface of and, and trying to get some some new fresh content out to you guys on these on these platforms. So keep an eye out for that as well. And as Travis said, if you go to printonmancast.com, you can then subscribe to our newsletter, take advantage of our annual design calendar, um, which is super, super helpful. Just lets you know the things to keep in mind as you are progressing progressing through the year, things that you should probably have in mind to design for ahead of time and just kind of gets you ahead of the curve a little bit, um, which is uh, always a good thing when it comes to to running uh, a POD business, any business really, just being ahead of the curve. So as I said at the top of the show, uh, wherever you're listening to this, please leave us a review like JMS Robbins did. It was super, super awesome to hear that feedback. So leave a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcasts or just a five-star five-star review, of course, a star review on, on Spotify as well. But we're on all major podcast platforms, Spotify, Anchor, um, Google, Stitcher, all of them. We're there. So uh, super, super thankful for you guys and for listening. Once again, Travis, anything else before we put a button on this or put a bow on it and, and take it home? Any of those idioms? Anything else from you? <laughs> I don't think we should put a button on it, but, uh, no, I don't have anything else. I think, uh, yeah, if you, 
<laughs> if you guys want to uh, explore, you know, a little bit more um, about which category you're in and in, in your selling journey, uh, yeah, reach out to us and we'd be happy to happy to chat with you. That's kind of our thing. So That's what we do, uh, we like thanks to talk. for listening, we guys. Noticed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. It's All true. right. Well, for Travis, I'm Josiah. We'll see you next time right here on the Print on Demand Cast. See ya. Hey, babe, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure. In a world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print-on-demand sales, one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most POD-specific information there is. All to help save the day, every day. Don't succumb to the enemies of your print-on-demand business. Sign up today for the Print On Demand Cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com slash VIP. This time, it's for real.